0: Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. Guys coming out here and competing, you saw how their guys came out and fought. Same with our guys. And that's why I'm proud of our players for never stop fighting. You know, they, they don't quit. Down 10 points like we were, it just speaks to who they are. They deserve this win. It's Hogan Johns.
1: A lot of lights, Dad.
0: We're gonna have the best looking house in town, Russ.
2: I think you might be overdoing it, Dad.
0: Russ, when was the last time I overdid anything? A goal for Chicago. They do. Montgomery into the end zone and a Bears touchdown. It's Khalil Herbert. He gets the handoff. From NBC Sports Chicago, it's Adam Ho. What I want for Christmas is a Red Ryder BB gun with a compass on a stock and a sandwich tells time. And from The Athletic, it's Adam Johns. You'll shoot your eye out, kid. Ho, ho, ho. Bulls in zone. And this time it is caught by, guess who? Jimmy Graham. Bulls, design roll. Bulls, back in the end zone. And it's Samir Bird. And he is. It's the Adams. The Adams Converge. Hogan Johns.
1: What's up? Welcome in from Lumen Field. That's where I am in very snowy Seattle. A lot of unexpected things, Johnsy, uh, from the snowstorm that hit the Pacific Northwest to the more warmer weather you have back home. Uh, yeah, and I'm then- in my dining room. Yeah, and then pretty much everything happened in this game. Unexpected is the, probably the best way to put it uh, here today. But uh, what's going on? I'm fine.
2: How are you? You're in the cold. Yeah. You got <laughs> the snow behind you. You got to go out in that in, a, in a, like I don't know, 10, 15 minutes. It, I'm going you know, to bed.
1: Yeah. So uh, if you're watching on YouTube, you could see the the stadium behind me, the field, and there's still snow down there. Um, and I have to say, Johns, I actually could not get to the stadium this morning because Seattle. Is I mean, I obviously, I got here, but I had a car and I could not drive it. I could not get it out of the hilly driveway. You know, Seattle's very hilly. I know that. And I think they only have 12 snow plows in the entire city. So they're not really prepared for this stuff. Uh, So I had to call the old Uber and get here that that way, which is fine. I normally do that anyway.
2: I was going to say, I'm semi-disappointed in you because you are Chicagoan. Yeah. The snow should not
1: bother your driving whatsoever. But I'll give you credit because I know how steep those hills can be. Well, look, if I had my my truck like I do at home, we could have gotten to the stadium, but uh, I was dealing with a rental car that did not have all-wheel drive. A much different situation. Okay. Okay. I'll let you pass. Uh, Nick Foles, though, all-wheel drive all the time. (laughs) Yay. Okay, go on. (laughs) (laughs) I guess. I don't know. You know, it's one of those games where you have, like, Column mostly written. Here you go again. Kind of another ugly game. Matt Nagy Bears. Then all of a sudden they win the game. What? Yeah, yeah. Uh,
2: uh, it was one of those, oh crap, this is a kind of a crazy amazing football game, but it's still against two crap teams, right? They're featuring two crap teams. Yeah. <laughs> it, it is what it is. They have every right to feel good about it, to celebrate it. I don't know how good you want to feel about it during this season, but of course, in that locker room, they should celebrate it. I, I'm, I'm all for that. I'm not one of those people who be like, oh, you know, like, what are they doing? They're they're five and ten. No. You win a football game, dance if you want, turn on clubbed up if you want. That's fine by me. But in the grand scheme of things, I don't think it changes anything.
1: No, certainly, obviously not in the big picture. But I think uh, just being here, John, you could tell it still meant something in that locker room, like m- meaningless win in the standings, obviously. Uh, but still meaningful, I think, in that locker room. I think meaningful for Matt Nagy. Um, meaningful for Nick Foles, who's just been basically banished from being able to
2: play football this year. He hates that he has been labeled as a third stringer. That's one thing I picked up over. Yeah. Yeah, like I am I'm halfway across the country, more than that. And he brought up third stringer multiple times without being called a third stringer, I, I believe, by you guys, because he hates being called a third stringer.
1: Well, yeah, he's a guy. He has a Super Bowl MVP. He doesn't want to be a third stringer, but um, you know, that only goes as far as possible, you know. Look, look at the quarterback attrition around the league. He could have been playing in City today in a in a game that mattered a lot more. Um, a lot of teams need quarterbacks right now. And he was still here, and that's because he's picky about places he wanted to go. And so he may hate the label third stringer, but He's also kind of accepted it, I think, to a certain standpoint. And hey, finds out Thursday or excuse me, Friday morning he's going to start in this game against the Seahawks, and comes to play, gets the 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 game winning drive at the end. Uh, And for it to go to Jimmy Graham too here in Seattle against his former team, you talk about two guys who really haven't had two good years in Chicago at all. Um, and they come through and they make a play like that. I mean, that, that kind of stuff matters to them as players individually.
2: Bruce Irvin had the pressure at the end. I think he got penalized for the celebration. <laughs> but sure, that, that matters to Bruce Irvin and Jermaine Effetti, new captain Jermaine Effetti. The biggest play of the game he made mm-hmm. was recovering Nick Foles' fumble. You know, so hooray to that. But. Yeah, I'm sure. Like, I'm I'm trying not to be so negative uh, about this, but at some point you have to realize the Bears still are five and ten. You know, the the Seahawks like basically gave them this game too. They missed the field goal. Oh, sure. at, yeah. at least that that's some of the perception I had. Like, Nick Foles scrambles and, and throws it down the field when there's five hitches. You know, let's not forget that fourth down and like the Seahawks gave them the extra opportunity. Of course, they they took advantage of it and they should celebrate. Taking advantage of it, the Jimmy Graham, that Demir Bird touchdown catch was phenomenal. One of the best catches I've ever seen. Um, again, celebrate it all, but you're still five and ten. I don't think things change that much.
1: Yeah, and look, I it, no means trying to make it a bigger deal than it is. I, just, I, I guess I have some appreciation, Z for the effort mentality. <laughs> today. Like, oh, I've, been all, I've been here for the F at Matt Nagy, for a long time. Yeah. Th- that's all I'm saying is like, good for them, like, right? Individually as people. Doesn't change anything for the Bears See, organization like, going forward. Here's my,
2: like, where I'm stuck on that. Like, I know what David Montgomery said after the game, right? He emptied his cup. Um, he listened to Matt Nagy, bought into Matt Nagy's messaging or speech that he had Saturday night. But you know what? If Chris Tabor's calling this game, David Montgomery's still going to play hard, is he not?
1: Uh, Oh, sure. That's just who he is. Like, like
2: Chris Tabor's calling this game or coaching this game. Roquan Smith is still going to chase down Tyler Lockett to stop him short on a third down, is he not? Like that happened today, like 15 yard gain on third and 16. Like I saw that. Like those guys
1: are always going to play hard, are they not? Yeah, but I, I think at some point that's also uh, a testament to some of that has to go back to the coaching staff um, because it, it, like that that is one thing we can say about these guys, regardless of all the faults of this team, is they do still play hard. There's no question about that.
2: Uh, I don't know. Sometimes I just think that's who they are. Like Cole Komet's still going to play hard. Like he's still going to try to run over ball carries because that's what Cole Komet does. So he was drafted to do right.
1: Like I know what you're saying. There's I'm value saying you got to give you got to give the Bears some credit for being the ones that drafted those players that okay. have those attributes. So or I think developing like almost, them that way.
2: There's almost two different conversations here in a sense, though. Like because that's team building versus actual gameplay in a sense. You know, like game or play calling. I don't know. But I think, I know what you're saying, um, but I don't know if I want to go too far down that road just because of where we are in this season, what we've seen over the past three years, like why Nick Foles is playing number one. Um, there's just too many things for me to at least jump fully or,
1: or go fully down that road. Yeah, I yeah, I, that's fine. That's it, it, <laughs> You disagree, but that's cool. No, we're just we're we're talking about semantics. I mean, I, obviously, that does not. All I'm saying is that stuff mattered today. And guess what? Today doesn't matter at all. Really, in the big picture, so that's fine. Like a little, they clearly do not have enough of that to be a winning football team overall today against a bad Seahawks team. Matt Nagy's empty the cup speech that he got from his son. Uh last week driving home from another loss combined with Nick Foles' veteran poise. Good enough combination to win in Seattle, you know. Like, but is that good enough to win against base? Like, look at the teams that they've beaten. They beat the Seahawks, they've beaten the Lions, and before that, you gotta go all the way back to early October in Las Vegas against a flawed Raiders team. Um, so no one's no one's saying that this changes anything at all going forward. I just do think that it's still a really hard league to play a sport like football. And these teams are more evenly matched than you see in other sports because it's still the NFL. And I'm willing to give these guys credit. And specifically, I guess what I'm talking about is just Matt Nagy. Like, I don't even agree with most of it. There's no world in which I would have started Jermaine Effetti over Larry Borum. Uh doesn't make any sense, but he Artie did Burns it. over Thomas Graham. Right. They did it. It worked. They won. And after the game, Matt Nagy was like, yeah, it's all about Sunday. I've been saying that all year. Like, you specifically asked about Wayne this game versus long-term development. That was his answer. But, so, it w- but it wasn't always about this Sunday, though. Like,
2: when Justin Fields starts, it's not about this Sunday. It's about like building on Sundays, you know. Like it, well, it should. It should it, be. I, mean, it, I sometimes it, it, I
1: wonder if that's the problem.
2: Yeah, if if you if it was really about this Sunday, you know, like Andy Dalton is still your starter in Week Four. Yeah. I don't know. I,
1: I know what you're saying. It is what it is at this point. Yeah. Um. Well, I don't know. You saw this game on TV. What are (laughs) the observations you have? You got anything? Man, Mr. Negative over there in Chicago. Nice hoodie, though. I'm glad that finally came in. Yeah, it's sharp, right? I
2: wore it last podcast, too, but I wanted you to see it. Like, Kevin doesn't count.
1: Ooh, Kevin doesn't count. I'm just kidding. That's not very nice.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, You deserve to see it, too, I guess. It is sharp.
1: (laughs) It is sharp. Obviousshirts.com, for those of you... uh, Maybe you got some of those. Uh, I don't know. You looking for a post Christmas present? Maybe need to return a couple things. Go back and use that on the sweatshirts we got on obviousshirts.com.
2: I'd also like to encourage those people tweeting them at us to, to do the same. Anyway, enough with the sales
1: pitch. Um, I,
2: like I, I am here for wild, dramatic football games. I am. They're entertaining. Like it, at one point, this felt. Like a, a very dull football. Like Nick Foles had, what, 76 passing yards at halftime? Um, they weren't running the ball enough. That whole, what what was it? The, there was a second or third possession where they get stopped on fourth and goal and he throws it short of the end zone. Like it, it looked like one of your typical, the offense doesn't work Bears games for a little bit. At least it was fun in the end. The Seahawks helped with that. Let's not forget that Nick Foles was sacked and stripped of the ball two plays before his touchdown to Jimmy Graham. But at least it turned into a fun, dramatic football game. And, yes, I do think the character of some of the players um, was apparent. Uh, David Montgomery, Cole Komet, um, Daz Newsome, Khalil Herbert with a touchdown run. Like Some of these players make Ryan Pace's case for staying look very good. I'm not saying they got to do it, but if that's an argument, you got more... Backing today, but at least it wasn't an awful football game. Maybe two bad teams, but it was
1: entertaining. It seemed like that way for a while. But the fourth quarter was fun. Some football games are just this way. Yeah, exactly.
0: Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24 7 US based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep.
2: Hire professionals like a professional on LinkedIn. And over 2.5 million small businesses use LinkedIn for hiring. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash Adam. That's LinkedIn.com slash Adam to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply.
1: All right, let's, I guess, turn the conversation more big picture. They get the win. Like, this is kind of the perfect segue actually to talk about like why this win doesn't change anything because you have this opportunity this week to start your new coaching search, right? You can start at 8 a.m. on Tuesday. You can start having virtual interviews, albeit only for two hours at a time with candidates that are on other teams. Um, If you fire Matt and Aggie tomorrow. And quite frankly, this win, this game, whatever happened today should not factor into that, decision at all like you either are firing the head coach or you're not firing the head coach that decision's probably already been made um but it just still seems unlike the Chicago Bears to fire him tomorrow like I don't as as we sit here and record this on Sunday evening I'll still I I won't be completely surprised if it happens because it actually makes sense to start going down the road and start talking to some of these other head coaching candidates but it's the Bears. so yeah. And for all I know, they may actually factor this win into that and be like, oh, no, he <laughs> deserves to face the Giants next week. It's so
2: – it would be so bearish for them not to take advantage of it, really. Mm-hmm. This this is a new rule, just approved, and I don't think they're prepared to take advantage of it. Like, I, 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 I still – like, even if they did it, I've said this before. Even if they did fire Matt and Nagy tomorrow morning, I would have to read that email five times to make four before I was convinced it wasn't spam. Like they just don't do this, and now there's actually motivation to do it. I know some people roll their eyes at the Zoom stuff, and some teams probably don't think it's as serious. And I think some interviews can
1: actually be declined, right? Um, but well, you can, but not a good look to decline interviews for your assistants. Yeah, it's one of the thing. One of those things where you technically can decline, but then you're just putting it off during your playoff weeks. Because then you, because once the playoffs start, you can't decline those opportunities for your assistance. So you're basically making a choice of oh, we're not going to let you talk to this guy this week, but then we're going to let you talk to him in the middle of our week when we're preparing for a playoff game. So there's not much – to me, there's not much logic for declining um, the interviews.
2: Yeah, yeah. And and you know what, though? And if you're the Bears, like like I strongly believe that there are some people, some different people advising the Bears right now. And like there is more – like the more information you have – the better right now. If you're George McCaskey, you may he may be overwhelmed by it. There may be too much for him, but he needs it if he's going to lead this charge of change. He just needs it. Every two hour interview, whether it's Josh McDaniels, Todd Bold, Byron Leftwich, it all has value, extra value, for what's to come for him. And this is an important decision. He's in charge of it. And you can't dismiss that extra time. You may hear something in a two-hour interview that you won't hear in a few weeks from now just because that coach is in a different mindset. Maybe some losses have happened. Maybe there's a playoff exit that was surprising. There's value in these two-hour Zoom interviews. And I think everybody's also used to working over Zoom. We're doing this podcast over Zoom. You're in Seattle. I'm in my dining room in Chicago.
1: Stuff can be done. I agree. And 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 again, I go back to... If you've already made that decision, then and by the way, if you haven't, what's there left to look at? I mean, I don't I don't I don't know. Um unless you're gonna choose to be heavily influenced by this type of game today, which would probably be a mistake, but um like if anything, there's an extra layer of awkwardness, but this whole yeah.
2: season's been awkward from the handling of Wacky Tuesday.
1: Yeah. Uh, you know, I guess the only argument for not doing it would be if for some reason you think it could do more harm to the players. Uh, you know, you hear comments like David Montgomery talking about Matt Nagy after the game, and there's still a level of respect there. And I don't doubt that at all. Like there there really is a level of respect. So um, could you potentially alienate the players by making this move? With two games to go, maybe that's something they're weighing. I don't know. I'm trying to talk my way. I, I'm trying. I'm just trying to talk through it because I, I I do think that there is, there is some of that. But getting back to what you were saying earlier, these guy these are guys that are going to play hard regardless. And if Chris Tabor is coaching the game against the Giants next Sunday, they're still going to go out there and play hard.
2: You're laying out things that should be discussed or have been discussed already. Mm-hmm right like win or lose like the like the bears should know what's ahead of them win or lose they should have like had these discussions like preparing if they like making decision in case we win making this decision in case we lose like this is the first time these rules are in effect and you have to be prepared i don't know if they're fully prepared but you have to be i feel like we've had a lot of conversations about this We only do this for what two and a half hours during the week during our podcast. I mean, that's like one meeting. What's like one morning meeting? Not a big meeting guy, but (laughs) that's what
1: should be happening. But you don't think anything's going to happen tomorrow. I'd be shocked again. Yeah, same. I I have to see in the email. Yeah. I'd be surprised. I'll be prepared just because it's the first time we've dealt with an actual rule like this that, uh, could influence the decision, but yeah, it just I don't know. It just doesn't seem like it will. And I have this weird feeling that the fact they won today has something to do with that. And uh yeah, yeah. I, that's if, if that's really the case, then that's all part of the problem, right? With this organization. Um I, I do have a I do have questions though like who's who's running the show though if you start doing these interviews? I that part of it's very confusing. I do think that you have to come out and provide some clarity for who would be doing these interviews in these next couple weeks. So, well, that's it part of the me- thing. Like right now, yeah. it belongs
2: to Ryan Pace. The decision to fire Matt Nagy. So, are you saying Ryan? And I don't Pace think is he's going
1: to do that. I just don't feel like he's going to do that. It's you know, especially coming off this win. So, it to me, it all adds up to a team that's probably going to wait until that game after the after they play the Vikings. Yeah. yeah. We've been here before. Two more weeks, my friend. Yes. Hey, yes. the Bears are six-point favorites against
2: the Giants. Wow. Wow. Mike Glennon, revenge game part two.
1: Yeah. Who's going to be playing quarterback for the Bears? It's going to be Nick Foles. I think that's my, like... You know what? It honestly shouldn't matter. Like, all three of them should beat the Giants.
2: Yeah, probably. <laughs>
1: The way the Bears, for the first time in our lives, the Bears have some depth at quarterback. And by the way, they still all rank like in like twenty Yeah, 30. yeah. Well, they're still like, an
2: upside of Fields, but at this point, with the the all the injuries, I like I, I'm like almost siding with protecting him. You know, you know, like you always hear the argument, like protect him from himself. Like maybe just protect him from this offense for a little bit. <laughs> but again, whose call is that? Ryan Paces, George McCaskey's.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Feels as healthy. Go let him get some confidence. That's meddling. That's meddling. Oh, it, there's meddling. Yes, there's meddling. Uh, lots of meddling on this podcast, and that's okay. Bears won. I'm surprised. That was a sweet catch by Demir Bird, oh, by the way. It's one of the best Show. ones I've seen. I mean, I'm the one railing against these wide receivers all season. <laughs> In my eye. It was a great play. You're just wondering, like, where's it been? <laughs> Ah, this is a great play, and Jimmy Graham goes up and makes the catch. Nick Foles is balling out. Good for them. They're good guys, right? I mean, yeah. there's yeah. no problem with that. And so you, you, there's still like a level of uh, feeling good about their individual success when it happens. Um, so at least the Bears got that going for them. And maybe they'll be able to win two games in a row. Wouldn't that be something? Yeah,
2: yeah. Well, then you could start changing the conversation about Matt Nagy's future, right? No. No. Okay. I don't mean to be so negative the day after Christmas, but yeah. I'm just trying to keep the proper perspective of what this is. It should be celebrated tonight. Yep. But there should still be more serious conversations held by team management on that plane ride home. Plenty of time there and when they get in.
1: Yeah. All right. Well, that's going to do it for us. We'll be back on uh, Tuesday. And uh, actually, we got to figure that out because I still got to get home. And but we'll have we'll be back to a normal schedule this week. Get you your podcast. Thanks for filling in for me on Thursday, Fishman. Appreciate it. Uh, we'll have your voicemails coming up this week on Tuesday. Game against the Giants, Mike Glennon revenge game. All the Bears quarterbacks just meet in this one <laughs> <laughs> hodgepodge at Soldier Field. <laughs> Get Circles, excited. Circle of life. <laughs> it's every week at this point. All right. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Adam Hogan, at Adam Johns. You can read me at NBCSportsChicago.com. My column from Seattle is up there right now. Johns all their coverage on TheAthletic.com slash Hogan Johns. Get these shirts, the sweatshirt, the hats Or I need a winter hat going out here right now. I should have packed that. Good luck getting back to the hotel or wherever you're staying. Well, we're, we're good. I think they've, hopefully, after 14 hours, can plow some streets here.
0: I hate this. They had,
1: like, three inches of snow. It's not like I, it's not like it dumped a foot and a half.
2: That's the Chicago one I'm talking
1: about. Oh, it is. But I also get it. They're not used to it. There's a ton of hills. There's not a lot of snow clouds. It creates a mess. It's better than when Atlanta canceled school and the whole city um, because it got to 33 degrees. <laughs> yeah. And it was raining still. Yeah. Come on, yeah. everybody. Yeah. But uh, all right. We'll talk to you later in the week. And then, uh, I don't know. We'll be here for you. Get back to your misery tomorrow, I guess. <laughs> See
0: ya. No, we're going to finish out the rest of this week, Adam.